Hi everyone, you're listening to Live for Experts. My name is Dennis, and in every session, I will be addressing one burning question about life and propose a fresh new perspective to help you find an answer. Research results and evidence might be used to establish an idea. However, I would like to explicitly point out that most of the information shared in the session is a personal opinion and should not be received entirely as the sole source of truth. Only you can decide your own truth. The question I would like to discuss with you today is, how can I take better photos? Okay, not exactly a universally life mystery. But just like a few episodes ago, where we talked about writing skill, photography skills are also one of those nice-to-have practical skills in life. It may not make a difference in your career success as a whole, but it can surely step up your game in life. Imagine having the ability to take great pictures when traveling, or being able to create a high-quality documentary, whether it be in social media or blogs and websites. Photography might seem simple on the surface, but the truth is, it is a lot more complex and trickier if you want to learn the advanced techniques. However, it doesn't necessarily mean that we need to go into that depth in order to build our photography skills. As usual, there are some simple tips that we can do instead. And frankly, those are more than enough to level up our capability to take great pictures. So, first and foremost, put some time and a lot of attention into the pictures that are being posted out there. Instagram is a great start, which I believe most of us can pretty much easily get our hands on nowadays. There are numerous great photos out there, and social media has made it easier for us to spot the good ones and the not-so-good ones. No need to firstly be an expert in photography and all the theories. You can do it simply by comparing the number of engagements. That means likes, comments, etc. Not only figuring out what makes a great photo and what doesn't, surfing the internet and social media can also help you understand the differences of every niche. Yes, photography is a very broad category. Certain niche will attract certain people, and each of those will have their own traits and characteristics. Portrait, nature, fashion, photojournalism, all of them. Each of them has its own standard of quality and pattern. Familiarize yourself with that, and perhaps it can also help you figure out what niche you are more interested in. If one day you wanted to deepen your knowledge, then you would have already known which learning direction you are going to take. After that, now we enter into the more technical parts. 
For beginners, I recommend starting by looking at a picture as nine parts rather than one whole part. This stems from what we famously call as the rule of thirds. The rule of thirds involves dividing up the image you are taking using two horizontal lines and two vertical lines. The idea is to position the important elements in your scene along the lines and at the intersection points. While you may notice that putting the subjects right in the middle of the scene might not be as aesthetically pleasing. This is a pretty simple rule to follow, yet can already make a huge difference in stepping up your photo quality. Hence, it is a perfect start for beginners. Experiment with the rule and practice to compose the subject position in the photo to make it look good. What I found is that sometimes the best position can also be in the boxes, all depending on how full the frame is. When you have a lot going on in the frame, giving each of these subjects a proper room in the frame might be quite tricky. But it all comes down to practice. And, of course, by studying the great pictures out there. After that, another tip that I find super useful is to imagine taking a photo as if you're telling a story. What is the message that you would like to convey to the people looking at the photo? Once you know well what the story has to be, the way you frame the subjects and situations inside the photo should work into building that story. This is a bit abstract, yes. So let me give you a simple example. Let's say I saw a beautiful rose in the middle of a vast field of grass. Now most of the time there are two possible angles on why this particular rose might interest us. First, is how beautiful the appearance of this rose is that it prompts us to look closer and appreciate the beauty. While second, is how this beautiful rose is the only colorful one in the middle of a vast field of grass. When we want to tell the first story in our photo of the rose, then it is better if we only focus on capturing the rose, isn't it? But if we want the story to be about how it stood up in the middle of a mediocre surroundings, then taking a wider view of the scene is perhaps more desirable. Something like that. Think about the story that you want to convey to the person looking at the photo and work into projecting it into the best way possible. Lastly, remember that at least 50% of photography is editing. You can get everything technically correct in a photo, but we must not forget that photography is intended as an eye-pleaser. So capturing the moment is just half of the work, while the other half is to make sure that the photo is, indeed, visually pleasing. Enter editing. Usually, as time goes by and you have had your fair share of experience in photography, 
you will eventually find your own style of editing. Some people prefer the output to be as natural as it can be, and some like it with high contrast or high saturation. Either way, experimenting is key. Finding resources and tutorials out there can also help, as long as you don't get too fixated on those, that you forget to find out what actually works for you. And always remember, learning a new skill takes time and persistence. Practice, and you will see a result. So, are you ready to take better photos? I would love to hear what you think. Shoot me an email at dennis, D-A-N-N-I-S, at lifeforexperts.com or connect with me through my website in lifeforexperts.com, my Twitter in at lifeforexperts, or my Instagram in at lifeforexpert without the letter S at the end. Thank you for trusting Life for Experts. Never stop learning to become an expert in life. I'm Dennis, and I will see you next time. Bye.